Okay, welcome back to the With Joey B podcast. Two thoughts, right? The first is investing. Uh, investing in things that stand the test of time that are pretty defensible is normally what we want to do. I mean, everyone's quite worried about um, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies right now because it's a new thing. And they're thinking, is this thing always going to be around? Maybe it's jumping around now, but what is there really a long-term future here? Something like gold or property. It's all, yeah, it's always been around. Property's not going anywhere. Gold's not going anywhere. So we think about these things. Even in terms of a, a non-financial asset. Uh, I was having a conversation yesterday about the practice of Stoicism. And that's a movement, you know, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca. Uh, Stoicism has stood the test of time, which means it's probably a really good thing to invest in, in terms of the uh, an outlook towards the world or a state of state of consciousness so investing the other thing is safety and over engineering so most of our vehicles for transport are over engineered for safety because you don't just want to meet spec for safety you want to make sure that if there's a pretty serious crash you stand the best odds of possible of surviving that car crash or whatever it is so we always want to over engineer for safety if we have the opportunity Maybe not too much in other areas of life, but let's rock with that example for now. Now, that is a little prelude into what we're going to talk about today, which is the apocalypse test. And the apocalypse test is just one of my other mad and crazy and erratic ways of, of thinking about the world. And uh, it's quite simply, you're imagining that there's an apocalypse where assume that you know most people have survived, Okay. Or at least you have. You and maybe those you, you most care about and hold dear. And I want you to think about with this apocalypse, what still holds value, what's still relevant, but what's not. And what you'll find as you start to think is a lot of stuff is gone. A lot of stuff is off the table. Let's list them. First of all, money. Right? I know money's an important day of everyday life. But fi fi finances and the financial system are all wiped out in an apocalypse. Most of your uh, income right now is are numbers on a screen. And so if uh, screens don't work anymore, if there's no more power, where's your money go? But even if we're talking about you're holding gold coins and you're holding cash, well, in a world that's been flipped on its head where there's not as much to buy, how relevant is that currency system anymore? So in an apocalypse, if you'd spent all your life cultivating money, and this is where we, we can link back to Bitcoin as well, when people misunderstand that Bitcoin is just like their other money, um, and this is not financial advice, so please get individual financial advice for yourself, but one's been around longer, the other one is newer. So... Money is gone in the apocalypse test. Your wealth is worth nothing. If you'd spent only your life cultivating that, it would have been for naught. The stock market no longer exists as well. Companies probably don't even exist anymore. Because where is a company? Where does it exist? Where is Facebook, not Facebook's office, but where is Facebook itself? But Facebook's an interesting example because social media no longer exists. Because if the digital infrastructure has collapsed, social media is gone. And that means social media followers are gone. So if you've spent all your time cultivating 
social media followers and an audience that you're going to monetize, if that's where all your time and focus went, that's gone too. You keep talking about it. Property. Say you live in, I'm in Sydney, and say there's, I have an investment property in New York. Right? I don't go, I don't live there. Obviously, I'm in Sydney, but <clears throat> I've got the New York property. I own it. You know, no one can invade it. No one can squat on it and, and, and take over my property. It's mine. In an apocalypse, how are you going to protect your rights to your property on the other side of the world, the other side of the country? How are you going to protect your own home? If someone comes in with a gun and says, get out of here, this is mine now, are you going to hold up a piece of paper that shows your ownership of your property? And if we're talking about piece of paper, you can also hold up your degree, your qualifications. Right? I've got this piece of paper that authorizes me to do X. I've got a driver's license. I've got a law degree. I've got a medical degree. And that's going to become, that's going to hold a lot less weight. A piece of paper. But yeah, your, your rights to your land. So what I talk about is that there's, I've, I, uh, Bitcoin is a really interesting thing to tease this out. And if you, if you're looking at this episode, you might want to think about the extent to which you understand cryptocurrencies as a concept, because it's a deep rabbit hole and I don't really understand much of it myself. But what I do understand is that so much of our natu seemingly natural world and our culture and way of living now is heavily based on stories. And by stories, I don't mean once upon a time. I mean at what we call an imagined order, where the boundaries and the rules are not actually based on anything that could be called substance. For example, I've written about how there's no such thing as intrinsic value. That no, no thing holds any magic intrinsic value. If I hold up this tablet, right, or you look at my microphone and you think, no, no, well, those are hard goods. They've got an intrinsic value. If for some reason, you know, recording um, became irrelevant in an apocalypse, for example, there's no value to this piece of junk. Uh, it's, it's, or it's, dra it's drastically changed. So you might think that this piece of equipment or a piece of property could never go below a particular price. But in a certain situation, like the most extreme, obviously, even though it's not relatable, is the apocalypse. It could. There's no magical value. So it's like a coin. A coin at some point, when it's not a currency anymore, is worth whatever it is as a, as a piece of metal or whatever other material it is or whatever gold and whatever other combination of materials it is. So intrinsic value, in my mind, doesn't exist at all. For most things, certainly. So I love this idea of the apocalypse to remind me where value actually lies. This is why it might be useful for you too. Now, what is retained? What's, what survives the apocalypse, right? Because your sense of safety is even volatile now. Your possessions are all, they can all be taken from you the same way conquerors over history have come in and taken a piece of land. You wanted it, you just came, you had to just be stronger, you got it. So what retains its value? Or your health is still important significance of health does not if if anything becomes more valuable in a post-apocalyptic -apoc world 
um, is because medical attention probably be harder to come by and medical support and machinery and MRIs and stuff aren't working. So your health becomes even more valuable. Your relationships. Your relationships hold their value. Also, any of your, I guess, what can we call them? Your mental resources, your state of inner peace, your ability to deal with change, with challenges. You know, that inner resourcefulness, what I've called in past podcast episodes, the inner world you live in. That still retains its value. There are probably others, but yeah, I, I've, you know, that one, your self-awareness. Oh, if you're talking about the previous episode, the, oh, not the previous episode, but the one before, sorry, the monk who burned himself to death. So being able to just control your inner world, that still retains huge value. Now, why is this relevant? Apocalypses are pretty rare. Not too rare, ask the dinosaurs. <laughs> and uh, we're not planning for this likely scenario. So I can still just focus on, you know, my fina my financial independence, um, you know, my my whatever, my image, my degree, my what this, that, the other, my social media following, all the things that might be dispensed with in an apocalypse. Yes, you can. And you probably should because you're playing a game. But don't confuse living your life with playing a game that is probably a big part of life. You know, don't draw, don't draw the circles the wrong way around. Your life is this overarching thing. And in it are all these games we kind of play. And they're best thought of as games. Because a game, like all these other things I've talked about, is an imagined order. It's all wrapped in things that don't actually tangibly, materially exist. You know, game of soccer, what, what's to stop everyone just walking off the field at, at a random point in time, ignoring what the ref says? There's no physical um, enforcement of, of the rules, and it's opt-in. You know, in theory, you could walk away without any material, physical consequence. Unless, you know, your dad beat you over the head for walking away from your soccer game. So to come back to my point, why is this important? All right, just to tether this down to something that's realistic and practical for you in, in your day to day. When you're not, gonna, you, the last thing you need to worry about is your apocalypse when you've got a mortgage to pay or you're saving up for a deposit or, you're, you know, you're trying to get ahead or you're trying to start your business or whatever it is. It's that it's very easy to lose perspective. And it's also very interesting to come back to my point at the start. When you're investing in things, you know, the safest investments are the ones that stand the test of time, that are largely going to survive in the wake of outside change. Also, over-engineering for safety. So if you have a quality in those areas that retain them, their value in an apocalypse, health, um, relationships, self-awareness, and your inner resources, you're kind of diversified against anything that can happen because you've catered for the worst case scenario. So the next COVID doesn't completely shake the foundations of your sense of meaning and life. You're diversified against things happening to you in the outside world. Again, building on that episode, the monk who burned himself to death. So you can play the other games as long as you, you know, the, the, 
uh, whatever. And uh, for me in my life, it's making podcasts, it's it's writing books, it's you know launching businesses, and you know all this sort of stuff that's purposeful but often fun and yeah. And there are achievements to be done there, right? And there's work to be done. So that's no that's no um it's no trivial feat. But it's in the context of what life really is and what the things that will never change are. And when we're investing, you know, it's like you can cryptocurrencies, well you're never gonna put all your money in there if it's that volatile and you don't fully understand it. You might put one or two percent of your wealth in. But you always wanna keep a bit of it in what is what does feel safe. Or a lot of people are doing that with 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 cryptocurrencies because of uh, decentralized finance. But let's not let's not make this more complicated than it needs to be. But it's you put it you make sure that that part of your portfolio that's safe, and that's where we come with the apocalypse test. You know, diversify your life because you invest your energy, your time, and your where you put value, where you assign value. You invest that for your life. No one can do that for you. And there's no fund managers for that. So always remember the apocalypse test, guys. And uh, yeah, I think what I brainstormed before is a way to kind of make more of this exercise if you want is to, uh, you know, write out, I guess, your balance sheet of your life. Like all the things that I love doing this on a Sunday sometimes, like all the things that are relevant. Like I write down from sleep to, you know, the work and the projects, podcasts, etc., the mission, personal relationships, romantic relationships, whatever the health, whatever the areas are. And you just think about, wow, how, how well am I investing in these areas? Just kind of like you would uh, a portfolio. Even though most people might not do that anyway, but heck, it's a good exercise, the balance sheet of your life. So thank you very much for tuning in again to the podcast. Uh, we're nearing the end of this series on uh, the worthwhile pursuits in life and even the whole, I guess, what I'm going to call it, the season one of with Joe Eby. So um, bear with me. There's some powerful episodes to come. In the meantime, just remember that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. <laughs>